Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. It's time for another contest. For April, we'll be giving away one of our specialty courses. These courses include anything from trauma-informed, mindful parenting, a pre-K course, a teen course, and so much more. If you'd like to enter to win a free specialty course, all you have to do is rate our podcast and give us a review, take a screenshot of that review, and send it to me at kellywinkler at kiddingaroundyoga.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-W-I-N-K-L-E-R at kiddingaroundyoga.com. For a second entry, you could also share your favorite episode on Instagram, tag kiddingaroundyoga.com, and we'll enter you again in our contest to win one of our specialty courses. Here's the really exciting news. We're not only going to have one winner, we're going to have 10 winners. That's 10 chances for you to win a free specialty Kidding Around Yoga course. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. This is going to be a great episode today, I think. I think so, too. Hi, Christy. Hello. How's things around there? Things are good. Things are busy. We're in, we're in a busy, busy weekend. It's prom season for us over here, so we're, yeah. we're having the prom today. We're Aww. recording this on a Friday, so my son is going to the prom, and my daughter is going to her first... Um, college formal for her sorority. So we're, we're busy today with all the preparations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lots happening. Then, it's, it's, I know we're in uh we're in uh, track season over here and my husband is coaching the middle school track and my middle schooler is participating in track. And so it's, you know, it's every day. So my husband works all day and then he goes straight from work over to the school to, to coach. And, uh, and so, yeah, we've got, you know, we're, we're, all up in track season and us too. My, my middle schooler's running track actually he had his first track meet yesterday. So that was oh, fun. Yes. What, what events is he doing? He does the 100, the 200, the four by one relay and the long jump. He's a quick kid then, huh? He's fast. He's fast. He's fast. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting the results because you know, he won both of his heats for the 100 and the 200, but I don't know where he stacked up with all the other heats because there was a big meet. There was three schools there. Oh, wow. um, so we don't have like the final results yet, but I think he may have won overall his 200. Wow, that's exciting. On his 200. So yeah, it's great. It was exciting to watch. A little this nerve wracking. This is the time of year, you know, for sure, you know, as we, as we kind of approach the end of the school year and we're, you know, we're looking, looking ahead to summer and, and all this. And, and I know, even though I know we've got summer coming up, I found 
myself going, okay, we need to get our vacation plans nailed down. We need to do all of this. This is the time that I find, um, boy, is it ever important to really find the opportunity to slow down and to take some time to be still throughout the day because there is this 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 rush. Uh, I've got a niece who's graduating from college. I've got a nephew who just got engaged. And so we've got like the, the college graduation party, the engagement party, the boys are both playing in the band for the, the, the parade, the maritime parade here in, in our community. You know, so it's just, there is so much happening right now. And I feel like these weeks are just flying by. I was listening to a Michael Franti song um, before we jumped on and it and it's the, there was a, a line in there that says life goes quickly so take it slow and I was like yes yes take it slow man yes. it's, it's just slowing down is um is something you have to work into your to, to your routine for sure for sure and it's it's important as part of a self-care to kind of just slow down and not not get swept away in all the busyness and and forget to to actually enjoy the things that all these wonderful things that are going on right you, you know being able to really be there in that moment and not constantly thinking ahead and thinking ahead of what's what's next what's next so yeah and it's, and it's an important skill and here we go I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this I'm gonna come full circle here. I'm gonna tie this all in um it's a nice little segue um, taking it slow and finding the time to pause and just be in the moment is really important when you are developing things like intuition. Mm -hmm. See what I did yes. there? <laughs> I like it. Because that's what we're talking about today, everybody. We're talking about intuition. And intuition, yeah. And sometimes I think people think intuition, oh, it's kind of like a woo-woo term, yeah. you know, right? And it feels kind of like, you know something that you know, I don't know, that it's just not something that everybody really like pays attention to. It seems kind of this like vague idea that we all have this intuition to tune into our inner, you know, but we do, we all have that inner voice. And it's interesting now, you know, as I'm having, you know, going through the, the teenage years, oh. more that I dive into those teenage years, the more I realize, you know, how important it is for our kids to be able to tune into their intuition. And as a parent, I don't know about you, but I think back to my younger years as a parent, and I wasn't so good about listening to my intuition. I, I think back a, a couple of scenarios pop up in my mind when I just had my older two were toddlers. I just was a mom of two at that time and still kind of, they were very close in age. So I was still kind of getting into what it was like to be a mom and, and being able to listen to that intuition as a mom. And there were a few times that I, I wasn't great at that. And I, one time, one of them was a toddler and I remember them, they were having some, some kind of some issues without getting into too much into the, their medical stuff. If they were having some issues and the teachers were getting involved in giving me advice and the pediatrician was giving me advice that, you know, this was a behavior type issue, right? And this went on for a long time. We were, we were struggling with the same issue, lasted for like more than a year before I finally said, like, you know what, I don't think this is a behavior issue. And we went to some specialist and it turned out that my child did have a medical issue that was causing this. And, you know, I beat myself up about waiting for so long to 
get more information and to get more, get second opinions and, and all of that. And as I went through motherhood and my oldest is 19 now, now I'm much better about yeah. really listening to that intuition, that inner gut feeling mm-hmm. when somebody says something about my kid or, or I see something and, and kind of that knowing that mm, I don't feel right about this. And, and I'm much better about listening to, to that inner voice, but it's definitely a skill that you have to practice for sure. And, and I, I think if you really, if you ask anybody, I, I think everybody has some story of a time when they were like, you know, I, you know, I knew I just, something yeah. told me this wasn't right or something told me this was the thing I should do or, you know, and it, it, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, I knew that was wrong or that was bad. It yeah. could be like, I knew this was the direction I needed to take, whether it was my career or a relationship or something with your child. I think any person Mm -hmm. you ask is going to have some story about trusting or not trusting their gut feeling or their intuition. You know, I I can certainly think of, of, of countless and we could go on and on with, with examples of this, but, but so, so what is, what is intuition? What is this, this, this gut feeling? I think, I think most of us are, are, are pretty aware of that sensation of, you know, maybe you're making a decision and it, and everything feels light. It feels breezy. It feels right. It just feels like, oh, I, this is, this Mm. is the right thing to do. Or the flip side of that being, you know, something is just not something is off. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but something doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. And I like that, that wording you used about it being light and airy. Mm -hmm. And I think about like, oh, like sometimes like when you're making a decision, if if like you think about the thing and it makes you smile Yes, you know, it just, it just, yeah, it just like have that, that light and joyous feeling as opposed to a decision that you're making that feels heavier and like, brings tension into your body and sort of like you're, you have that hesitation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all those sensations is really like key to tune into those sensations. And with our kids, teaching them to tune into their body sensations is the first step, I think, in teaching them to be able to follow their intuition. And, you know, in teaching kids yoga and mindfulness, that's like the major thing that we're doing in our classes is teaching them about those sensations and being able to tune into that present moment. And what does it feel like in their body and, you know, drawing attention to, to those sensations. Right. Right. And, and we've said this before, I think in, in, in some of our uh, uh, episodes, but, but that's, you know, when you think of yoga, you think of, oh yeah, you know, you're doing this pose, you're getting your body in this position, but there's, there's a reason for that. I mean, we, we, we do the pose and the pose creates a sensation within our body. The sensation is something we tune into and that's what keeps us anchored into the present moment. And so it, it, there's this, this brain body connection that's happening as a result of doing some of these things with mindfulness, with meditation, it's about slowing down. Yeah, it's about tuning in to your body, what things feel like, what what sensations in the oh, in mindfulness um, practices, tuning into our senses and being able to identify the the different sensations that come up, you know, as we tune into those into those senses, and um, you know that those body sensations too. A lot of times with our kids, 
we are guiding them unknowingly into not paying attention to, or to not trusting, not, not paying attention, yeah. but to not trusting their body sensations. Like yep. think about it. And, you know, I think about all the time in school, right. When kids, um, you know, say they have to use the bathroom, mm. um, you know, if they've just gone recently, like I've been in classrooms where I've heard teachers say like, you know what, you just went recently. You, you can wait, you don't have to go right now. Mm. Like you just like, well, you know, if the kid feels like they have to go to the bathroom, yeah. like, you know, let, uh, let them trust themselves that, you know, that, that they do. If a kid feels like they need to move their body around and we're constantly telling them to stand still or sit still, you know, there we're teaching them that whatever they're feeling, that, that natural feeling they're having in their body to move must be wrong. And so right. they, they can't trust themselves if we keep or how many times, that. how many times have adults said to kids, you know, if the kid comes and says, Oh, I'm, I'm scared, you know, because of mm. well, I'm scared. It's like, oh no, no, you're fine. Oh, you're you're fine. Or if a kid starts to get upset about something, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. When the kid falls, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Brush it off. No, yeah, right. you're, no, no tears. Right. <laughs> right. Stop crying. It's okay. I, actually, yeah. I had this morning I had to really check myself because I found myself doing that a little bit. Um, Nora was, they were having career day in school this today. And so, um, she was very nervous. Anytime there's a change in schedule, she gets a little bit anxious because she's the youngest in this school. The school goes from third through sixth grade. Uh And so they were going to be mixed in with all the big kids for this career day, traveling to different rooms, hearing different people speak about their careers, which is a really fun day. You know, there was going to be a baker there and a, and a gymnast and and all this, and and it was going to be fun, but she was very anxious that she wasn't going to know where to go, that there was going to be too many big kids in, in her sessions with her, her friends weren't going to be in the sessions, you know, all of those unknowns. Yeah. And I really quickly wanted to say, no, no, this is going to be such a fun day. Like, you, you know, like your sisters and brothers loved this career day when it, this is her first time doing it. So, yeah. you know, I quickly like found myself doing that. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like she's nervous. She's scared. It's, it's something unknown. So I was like, but I, you're right. I, I bet it does feel a little scary when your schedule is changed and you're not sure which rooms you're going to go to. And then we came up with a plan. Okay. If you don't know where to go, where, you know, what can you do? And we went through all of that. But, and I, and I think that's, that's an important thing is to, you know, if your child does come up and, you know, I'm, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, you know, whatever the, the sensation mm-hmm. is, rather than just either brushing it off, masking it or saying, no, that's not the way you're feeling. Maybe just, just asking them to tell you a little bit more about it. Just say, you know, let's, let's talk about that. Like, what is it, you know, oh, I'm nervous. How is it that, you know, you're nervous? What are you feeling in your body right now? Yeah. I love that. That's just that phrase. Tell me more in any kind of situation. If a kid, your child comes to you, um, or a student comes to you and wants to talk about something, maybe they had a, something with a friend, or maybe like you said, they're nervous or worried about something. Just that phrase, tell me more, really mm-hmm. encourages them to get curious and explore the feelings that they're having and explore what, you know, their, per, their perception of what happened, whatever the situation was, and really helps them to kind of like really think about what it is that they're feeling and experiencing. So yeah, just say, tell me more. Yeah. And I think to making sure that we are um, acknowledging 
that if they have a feeling about something, if your child comes to you and says, mom, are you upset or something? And then you, your knee-jerk response is you want to protect them. You don't want them to know that you're upset about anything, you know, to say, no, I'm fine. When you're really not, then mm-hmm. you're teaching them that, that what they're feeling is wrong. Like they shouldn't trust that feeling. But so if you can instead acknowledge that and just say, you know what, I, I am a little bit upset. How did you, you know, how did you know, or, you know, or gosh, you, you know, that was really, really kind of you to ask me about that or whatever it is, just acknowledging that and that, you know, allowing them to, to trust that, to trust that instinct. And then, you know, when they feel more confident in trusting their intuition, this is going to carry it through, I mean, if they're out on the playground, somebody's asking them to do something that they don't feel is right. Or, you know, I think it, it increases their empathy and, and everything else. They can, they can understand that, you know what, I, I need to listen to my gut. I need to trust my, my gut, trust my instincts here. Yeah. It really ties into our, our emotional intelligence, right? Being able to, when we can trust ourselves, trust our, trust that inner voice, um, and before we we signed on, we were talking about this a little bit, and I loved what you were saying about that inner voice, how it's the volume of that inner voice is usually much lower than the volume of our mind voice, right? Our, our thoughts that are popping up in our head, maybe that are, are more negative and, you know, kind of might be leading us in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And if we can kind of turn that volume down and turn our inner voice volume up, is the the key. And I think meditation is really helpful with that. If we can slow down, we can pause, we can notice what thoughts are coming up and what thoughts seem more like they're that inner voice and kind of pay attention to those more than, than all the other, you know, stuff that might be coming in from the outside world and not what you're, you're really, your, your inner gut is telling you. Right. We know that, and we've talked about this and when we've talked about the brain before that there's this filter really. And and so the stuff that's going to come to the forefront is this, this, you know, the stuff that your brain thinks is really important, but there's a lot of other information that's coming in. And so if we can take some time to slow down and pay attention to some of the other things, some of the other information that's coming in and, and acknowledge that, you know, we need to listen to, to some of these other things as well. Yeah. And teaching our kids to be able to have that pause time, you know, if they have to make a big decision, especially as they get older into the teen years, and they're going to be making more decisions, not on their own, you're going to be guiding them still, but you know, that they're going to kind of be in the driver's seat, actually, actually in in a driver's seat, the literal driver's seat, literal (laughs) in the driver's seat. And they're going to have to be making decisions. Um, that are, you know, really important. And so really teaching them that when they have these big decisions come up, it's okay to take a step back, take a pause, really sit down, sit with your thoughts, sit with your feelings and kind of really kind of tune into what it is that you really feel is the best decision for you. It's okay to, to slow down and not, not just follow along with what all of your friends are doing, right? Because that's something that Geez, as like I said, we're in prom prom weekend, you know. So I'm I'm really hoping my kid is usually very very good about not being a follower. So you know, <laughs> I, I hope that he sticks with that that inner that inner sense of knowing what he knows is right and wrong <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. But you know, if we don't, if those these aren't skills that we have been working on 
all along, we can't expect our kids to be able to tune into that inner voice, you know, when they get right. to be teenagers and we're not there to, to guide them through it. They're, they're going to be out there on their own, you know, making big decisions. And so it's, it's really important to teach them to slow down and, and really tune into what that inner voice is saying. And, and what um, their body is feeling. Yeah. And, yeah. and their, their body sensations are all part of that. Yeah. And wow. also, you know, encouraging creativity yeah. because that really helps us also with our, you know, as we encourage them to be creative, it helps with self-expression. And so being confident and knowing that their voice matters and that they can express how they feel and they can be, feel confident and comfortable expressing when they, they dislike something or they like something. And, you know, I love that game that we play in our classes, like it, love it, or leave it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a fun game that we, we play that, um, you shout out something like, you know, broccoli and the kids get into a certain pose. If they love broccoli, a certain, another pose, if they like broccoli or a third pose, if they don't like broccoli at all, and they want to, they want to leave it. And it's a fun game to get kids to explore how they feel about certain things. And, you know, it's not just food. We, we give all kinds of choices of, of um, things that they are going to think about whether they like love or would rather leave. And it's interesting to watch because you can see different age groups. Sometimes they want to follow what their friends are doing. And so they're looking around to see what pose mostly everybody's getting into. And then they get into that pose or they see their friend in a pose and they weren't in that pose. And then they quickly switch. (laughs) So teaching them that it's okay to like different things than your friends and to be, you know, to be confident enough to say that you don't like something or you do like something that that takes practice. The the other game that, that's, you know, in similar to that is that whole, would you rather concept? And, yeah. and I do this a lot with yoga classes, you know, would you rather um, have the ability to fly or would you rather have the ability to be invisible? Which, which superpower, you know, if you would rather yeah. fly, do star pose. If you would rather, you know, be invisible, do child's pose or, you know, whatever it is, you pick a couple poses to go along with it. And so mm-hmm. that, you know, encourages them to really just think about these concepts. Cause sometimes I, I I've done that with kids where I've, I've given the, would you rather have, you know, like chocolate ice cream or, you know, or a piece of cake. And they're like, oh, geez, I kind of want both. But which, you know, so they actually have to stop and think about these things. And, and yeah, being able to see that, that yes, they can do something a little different from their friends and, and everybody's got different, uh, different opinions and different thoughts about things. And, and so it it really, uh, that's, that's a good thing to see for them. Definitely. And, you know, because if you think about it, when kids are little, we don't give them a whole lot of choices to say what they like or don't like. Like we, we cook the meals, right? We put the food on the table. We make the choices about the activities that they're going to do. We, we drag them to places where we're, this is it. This is where we're going. You know, you don't like to be stand online at the grocery store. Oh, well, like this is what we have to do today. Right. They don't get a lot of choices to voice their opinions. Um, So whenever we can, it's nice to, include them in that, you know, so I, you know, I love including my kids in the grocery shopping when they were younger. Now they don't want to go to the grocery store with me anymore, but no. when they were younger, you know, they would, I would say like, well, what's, you know, what's one or two vegetables you want to get for this week. And then, you know, like let them kind of be part of the decision-making because that's all part of like listening to themselves. Like, oh, what do I want to eat? And like 
my voice does matter. I get to decide what we're going to eat for dinner one night or something like that. So, you, you know, what's interesting about this whole food thing and sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little sideways here for a second. <laughs> so, we, you know, yeah, we, we, we kind of choose what our kids eat when they're younger and stuff. My, my, my oldest son who's 15, he, I swear he's gone through this phase where I, I, I say he likes brown food because he, he does like, he likes the chicken nuggets. He likes the corn dogs. He likes all this stuff. Yeah. He's still pretty good about like, he'll eat, a, I'll, I'll put a veggie tray out and he'll eat his cucumbers and all of this, but, but uh, um, he's taking a class now. He, I can't remember what it's, I think it's a nutrition class where they just learn about the, the different, you know, food mm-hmm. groups and all of this kind of stuff. It's not necessarily like all nutritious food, but, but it's, but they're just learning about different foodstuffs. It has been awesome because he has now been exploring. He came home yesterday and he's like, we made minestrone soup and, and breadsticks, Italian breadsticks today in class. I was like, awesome. I'm like, I love minestrone soup. I said, did you like it? He goes, oh, it was so good. So now he's like, he's being forced <laughs> to, to be cook a little different things and to, yeah. and to actually try them. And I'm like, well, it's coming from somebody other than his mother. So he's willing to try it out. Isn't that you know? funny? I know. Yeah. The same similar just happened. He's not taking a class, but my son, you know, is, has a girlfriend. And so he gets invited over oh, her yeah. house sometimes for dinner. And he came home the other night and he was like, they're so adventurous with their takeout. Like we got like Thai food or something. I forget what it was. And he's like, we're so boring with our takeout. We always get like the same thing. Like we always go to the same <laughs> places. Like mom, we should be more adventurous. And, and I was like, okay, well okay. coming from somebody when he was little who liked all the brown foods too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now he wants me to be more adventurous, which is exciting. <laughs> Done. Good. Yeah. Perfect. yeah. So. <laughs> I love it. Well, good stuff. I, and I think, you know, as we, as we kind of, um, you know, explore these things, these different, everything's, I don't know, I feel, I feel like we've talked about so many of these things individually, and we've talked about, you know, this idea of, of, you know, listening to your body and becoming, you know, aware of your, your, your body sensations and, and all of this, this stuff, it all, it all ties together, but intuition, encouraging the kids to just take some time, slow down, pause, listen to what their body's telling them. And we need to do the same thing. Yeah. I was just going to say for all the adults too, yeah. for all the adults out there. Yes. Yeah, slow down, pause, tune into, to that inner voice, turn that volume up on your inner voice. That's right. That's right. I love it. Wonderful conversation as always. Thank you everybody for joining us. And um, we look forward to our next conversation. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly.